Agenda 21. This is the agenda for the 21st century, hence its name. These are from its own documents of various kinds. Agenda 21 involves this. An end to national sovereignty, state planning and management of all land resources, ecosystems, deserts, forests, mountains, oceans and fresh water, agriculture, rural development, biotechnology and ensuring equity, i.e. equal slavery. People told what their job will be, major restrictions on movement, creation of human settlement zones, get to them as we go along, mass resettlement of people who are forced to vacate land where they currently live, dumbing down education, mass global depopulation in pursuit of all of the above. This is a map of America as desired and projected by the uh, Biosphere programs and World Heritage program. And whenever you see diversity or sustainability or Agenda 21, they're just into, into uh, connecting interchangeable terms. So the red on this map of America is designed to be core reserves and corridors with little to no human use. Can you imagine? the numbers of people to be removed to make that possible. Then you've got all the yellow bits, buffer zones, highly regulated use, and normal use are just the green bits. Look at it across America, 300 odd million people. And the idea is to make vast, vast areas of land, ban it from human use and human activity on the basis of saving the environment when what it is, is taking it all over for the less than 1%. What they want to do is concentrate the masses in high-rise, ultra, ultra tiny boxes where they can be under surveillance 24-7. Now, get the people off the land. And so what they're doing, they're changing the laws and they're making economic changes which make it impossible for those that are not of the elite to stay on the land. And so what they're doing under Agenda 21, and America is the primest example, is they're just not funding rural communities. They're not funding rural schools, they're not mending rural roads to make life impossible to get people off the land. Now this is a big area where people get um, they get scammed because they, they, they don't think that that is possible, manipulating the weather to create extremes of weather to get people into situations that remove them from the land. But actually, Dr. Richard Day uh, was actually a weather manipulator uh, during the Second World War. People say it's not possible. Of course it's possible. It's happening. It goes way back. Um, even a uh, BBC radio documentary exposed a few years ago that the Linmouth flood in 1952 which, which killed people and devastated that village in Devon, was actually created by the RAF, who were doing an operation called Operation Cumulus, also known as Operation Witch Doctor, in which they were putting sulfur into the atmosphere above this, um, in this area. And actually people before the massive flood say they, they, they kind of tasted and smelt sulfur in, in the air. And what it did was create an enormous rainstorm which created the flood, which created the Linmouth disaster. This is uh, 1996, uh, an official US Air Force document 
describing the artificial creation of floods, hurricanes, droughts and earthquakes, and it continues, whether modification will become a part of domestic and international security and could be done unilaterally. It could have offensive or defensive applications and even be used for deterrence purposes. The ability to generate precipitation, fog and storms on Earth or to modify space weather and the production of artificial weather are all part of an integrated set of military technologies. They are manipulating the weather like crazy. This is Agenda 21 human settlement zones. As you saw, it's in their own documents. Buildings like the White House, the Cap Capitol Hill building, and the Pentagon, they're no-fly zones. It's called um, P-56. Um, and what happens is when you enter that no-fly zone, especially the, you get into the inner cause of it, um, if you're not broadcasting the codes that allow you into that space, then you will be shot down. Another thing is that um, there's ground-to-air missiles protecting that no-fly zone as well. Now, the organization that is designated to protect America and Canada from the air is called NORAD. And they have sensors, NORAD, all over to react to situations in that area. The one relevant to 9-11 is called NEEDS. It's a place called Rome in New York State. And it um, is the one that reacts to these things and gets military planes in the air to go up there and see what's going on and also to try to force the plane down. And if it's threatening, um, civilian area to shoot it down. In the year before 9-11, 125 times this happened. So what happened um, on 9-11 um, is that this system was suspended for some reason. And in a period of some two hours while this was playing out, not one single military plane was scrambled that made any difference to events. 10 miles down the road from the Pentagon and the White House is the Andrews Air Force Base. The Andrews Air Force Base is where Air Force One comes in and foreign um, leaders come in and then get helicoptered to the White House. Um, they do not have planes on standby to react 10 miles down the road to the no-fly zone over Washington. After the Pentagon was hit, as was widely um, reported, planes were scrambled from the Andrews Air Force Base to protect other attacks of Washington. What weren't they before? Because it had to be allowed to happen. Now, here's another kicker. First of all, at least some of those phone calls couldn't have happened. And if some of them didn't happen, the question is, did any of them happen? And according to American Airlines, that's what Flight 77 was, the air funds were taken out or dismantled by the time of 9-11 on five, uh, 757s of American Airlines. That's in their own manual saying that, I've quoted it from their manuals. Pilots and cabin staff have said the same, oh no, there were no air funds on 757s at that time on American Airlines.
were on United Airlines, not on American Airlines. Then you um, have a story of a passenger on flight 93 calling his wife, a man called um, um, Tom uh, um, Burnett. And his wife said that um, when the call came, his cell phone came up, right? So he's calling on a cell phone. And they had a conversation. The FBI was saying that these cell phone calls were made from these planes, right? They pointed out, you can't, certainly couldn't then, make cell phone calls from the altitudes they were talking about. Absolutely impossible. So suddenly the FBI story started to change and they became air phones instead of cell phones.